Welcome to From Betrayal to Breakthrough. I'm Dr. Debbie Silber, and today's guest is Jen Broyles. Jen is a health coach, breathwork instructor, and essential oils specialist who helps individuals restore and optimize their health by calming the nervous system and addressing the root cause of their symptoms. Jen has a specialty in gut health, chronic stress, and anxiety, recognizing that imbalances in the gut and an overstimulated nervous system lead to imbalances throughout the mind, body, and spirit. Her personal story is what inspired her to educate and guide others. She dealt with digestive issues, anxiety, and hormone imbalances for years and was unable to find relief from conventional medicine. She left her career in pharmaceutical sales and returned to school to study integrative nutrition, followed by training in essential oils and breath work. She combines nutrition, breathwork, essential oils, and other holistic modalities to help clients create a lifestyle of health and vitality. And today I'm going to be sharing an amazing tool with you. It's something you do every day, something you always have on hand, and something that's available whenever you need it. I'm talking about your breathing. My guest Jen is going to be talking about the healing power of breath work, and if you're like me, it may be next on your must-try list. You're going to love this conversation. Here's Jen. Okay, everybody, we have Jen Broyles with us, and she's going to be talking about breath work and all of the wonderful things that it can do for us. So welcome, Jen. Hi. Thank you, Debbie, for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, absolutely. I'm just really excited to dive into breath work, what it does, how it can help. But before that, we want to know more about you. So tell us a little bit about, about you and why you became a health coach and, and what got you there, and, and we'll take it from there. Yeah, absolutely. So like you said, I am a holistic health coach and a Soma breathwork instructor. And it's it's quite honestly been a journey. I kind of found myself in the world of natural health, trying to solve health issues that I was experiencing. And I think that's a story for so many of us. Um, I, at the time, this was you know, gosh, back in 2011, 2012 timeframe, um, I worked in pharmaceutical sales. I was, all I knew was the conventional model of medicine. And I believed that that was the best solution. And I believed in what I was doing by um, promoting these medications. And I felt I was adding value and helping people. And um, for me at the time, I was experiencing some chronic digestive issues and had just kind of let it go for years, like never really did anything about it, never talked to doctors about it, um, and just thought eventually they would go away. And And I, I can pinpoint it to a time in college when I took some heavy-duty antibiotics, and that that is what I feel like kind of threw things off. Um, and what, what did you never, notice after that when you took the antibiotics? What kind of response did you have? Yeah, it was a lot of bloating and constipation. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And I thought, and I, at the time, I mean, this was so many years ago, like we didn't know all that we know now about the microbiome. Um, and especially me in college, like I wasn't even thinking, oh, the medication, like it just didn't connect. Um, and I just thought, you know, eventually it would go away and, and it didn't. And over the years, it just started to kind of cause other 
symptoms, hormone imbalances and anxiety and skin issues and all these things. And so finally I started seeing different doctors for all these different things, um, thinking none of it was connected, right? It was all separate. And, um, and through that experience of undergoing so many different tests and trying all these different medications and nothing was helping, um, that's when I was kind of just left to, I felt figure things out on my own. Um, and, and you know what, Jen, before you even go there, what you're saying is such a common story that so many of us have where we have symptoms driven by something. We're taught that if we medicate them, they'll go away and we medicate it. And it's like this one big game of whack-a-mole because then something else shows up and we go ahead and medicate that. And then all we're doing is just tamping down the symptoms at best and never truly getting to the root. And it, and, and it just doesn't go away because of it. And it just gets worse and worse. It sounds like that was the case for you. That was absolutely the case. And it was incredibly frustrating. And, you know, um, you know, I, I know your, your podcast is, a, is about betrayal. And I think we can see betrayal in a number of different things, whether it's relationships or sometimes we feel like, you know, we, our bodies betrayed us or the healthcare system has betrayed us or doctors have betrayed us because we're not getting the answers and the solutions that we're looking for. And it can definitely lead, I know for me, it led to this state of victimhood of this, why me, you know, and th that, those aren't empowering questions. And, um, and, and it just kind of will lead you down a, a deep, dark spiral. And so, um, so at that time I just started, you know, reading books on nutrition in my free time because I didn't really know about nutrition or at least what I thought I knew was completely all <laughs> completely wrong. Um, and so I started diving into books and don't in you feel like, you know, and, I, and a million years ago I was a uh, dietitian and, and I feel like finding all of my clients and apologizing for what, for what I shared with them back then, oh, 20 something years ago, you know, oh, just eat this low fat, you know, muffin and right. wash it down <laughs> with some orange juice. I'm like, oh my gosh, what was I thinking? Yes, we didn't know. Yes, we just but, didn't know. You know I, I like to think that we're all doing the best we can with the information that we have at the time, you know? Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. so none of us are looking to like hurt people, right? But we learn, we live, we learn, and we grow from that. And so just through me, you know, reading books and it kind of led me into reading books on alternative health and integrative medicine. And it uncovered this passion within me of like, I want to do more of this. Like, I, you know, I want to be in this field. And um, so back in 2012, I went back to school to study integrative nutrition and become a health coach. And then over the years, I've gotten additional education um, in um, you know, integrative health and uh, functional medicine. I've worked with some functional medicine doctors and had a chance to learn from them. And also essential oils. I, I do a lot with essential oil therapy. And then I discovered breathwork and got my certification as a, a SOMA breathwork instructor. And for me, breathwork was such a missing piece and it's just been a huge transformative piece um, for so many reasons, which we'll get into, I'm sure. Right, absolutely. And before we do though, I, I, I take, us, take us on a little journey here. What, what did you notice? What was healing as you were doing different things? So you started studying nutrition. Tell us what, how you felt, what did you experience and, and what did it, yeah. you know, what, what led from one thing to the next? Yeah, so definitely cleaning up my diet. I mean, I, 
I was not a very healthy eater. I ate a ton of processed foods and a lot of sugar and all of, you know, all of those things, just things that were convenient. Um, but I, I cut out gluten and dairy in the very beginning. And I'll say I noticed a little bit of improvement. It wasn't like, you know, there's some people that they cut out gluten and they are like a new person, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and that was not me. It's like, I feel a little bit better and I'm still gluten-free to this day. Um, but it wasn't, it wasn't just this huge, you know, shift. Mm -hmm. Um, and over the years, you know, I've tried a number of different dietary protocols, you know, that are supposed to be gut healing, you know, everything from SCD to low FODMAP to paleo to keto. And, and I have to, I have keto. to say just not everybody is, is as well versed as you. So can you just tell us all your codes, what they mean? Oh, sure. Sure. So a lot of these, sorry, a lot of these protocols are, you know, um, cutting out or at least limiting a lot of grains, all limiting and cutting out the processed foods and refined sugars and really focusing on a lot of vegetables, um, some fruit, some high quality protein and a lot of healthy fats. Mm -hmm. And, and I found that to be helpful as well. Um, and incredibly nourishing and nutrient dense. I, you know, I, I felt like I had more energy. I was sleeping better. Like there were like my hormones started to kind of regulate. Um, and so seeing a lot of improvement with that. Um, and everybody's different. At the different. same time, you, I found myself. Yeah, I was going to say, and everybody's yeah. so different. But was there one of those diets that seemed to improve your energy more than another? Did you notice a change from one to the next? You know, for me, I... I try to keep it as broad as possible and not put a label on it. Um, and I just try to stick with whole foods and I remain gluten-free and mostly dairy-free. Um, because from what I found for myself, because I tend to um, be a, somewhat of a perfectionist and a rule follower, that trying to follow some of these diets um, was causing more stress because I wasn't allowing myself grace. Um, and so I would get very, very rigid and very stressed out about it, which just made things worse, made me feel worse, um, exacerbated symptoms, things like that. So I found that for me, just being a little more flexible, giving myself a little more grace, but sticking with, you know, whole foods, gluten-free, mostly dairy-free, lots of vegetables, lots of healthy fats, um, that works well for me. Beautiful. Okay. So you started having more energy, your hormones were regulating a little bit. And so you're feeling a little bit better. What did you do after that? So it sounds like nutrition had a really big role. What was next? Nutrition had a huge role. The next thing for me was bringing in essential oils and really addressing, it took me years to realize addressing the stress component and the emotional component was huge. And I feel like, you know, in my experience, even functional medicine and integrative medicine was not addressing that first, where it was like later on down the road. Um, I think we're getting better at that now, but I mean, I feel like that's one of the first things that needs to be addressed. You know, how are you managing your stress? What is your stress level? Um, because oftentimes, you know, many of us are dealing with chronic stress in some form or another. And until we learn ways to 
reduce that chronic stress, it's going to be very difficult to heal our body. Mm. And so it took me a while to realize that. And once I did and started implementing uh, practices of self-care, of calming the nervous system, and um, just being a little more gentle on myself, that's when I started to experience even greater healing. Um, and, and so, and it's, and it's been a work in progress, I'll say, because, you know, creating new habits that are good for you are sometimes challenging, you know, like we tend to be resistant to it. And so, um, so yeah, so, you know, I have a morning practice where I'm doing meditation or breath work or prayer journaling. Um, I'm using essential oils really to support, um, you know, a calmer mind and healthier emotional states. And, and I love the idea. I love the idea of bringing the essential oils, and we actually have two trios with you know, just dealing with the specific symptoms of betrayal. And I love the idea of you just have to diffuse something, or smell it, or put it on you, and it's it's doing the work. Where so many things may seem so hard, or it's such a big undertaking. Like I hear I'm diffusing. I have two diffusers in my office, and I just love it. And I'll I'll diffuse an emotion that if I, if there's something I want to feel or something that I am feeling. And I don't actually even know how it works, but who cares? I love that it does. And I'm <laughs> good does. with that. So it's such a, it is such a great thing to include. So, okay. So you said, you mentioned you cleaned up your eating, then you have your morning practice of meditation, prayer, essential oils. Did you, and what did you notice when you now implemented that as well? Just a, a calmer, a calmer, state of being, you know, Mm -hmm. um, not so, I guess not so rigid, not so like trying to control every situation, which I still find myself getting into those spaces sometimes, but, um, you know, being more in flow, being more open, um, and, and just accepting, you know, accepting what is and asking, you know, one of the big things too is asking more empowering questions, you know, coming out of that state of victimhood of why me, why is this happening into more of, you know, what is seeking to emerge, you know, what is the gift in all of this? What can I learn from this? Um, you know, how can I use this to help other people, you know, more empowering questions, um, and just changing that perception. I love that. And those are great journal prompts too. Mm -hmm. just to just ask those questions and then see what shows up. So it sounds like things were just, you're, you're moving right along. Things are getting better. Was breath work the next thing that you took on? Breathwork was the next thing. So, mm-hmm. so my husband and I like to travel a lot. Um, you know, lately we haven't been traveling a ton, but we are out in California at the, at the moment, which we love. And um, that's actually where I discovered breathwork. And I had heard of it before and I, I had done a few, you know, deep breathing practices and things like that, but not a full on breathwork session. And um, when I, when, one of our trips to California, someone had, you know, suggested you should try breath work and they had, um, you know, thrown out a couple of different ones and there, there's a lot of different breath work techniques. There's holotropic breath work, there's Wim Hof, there's transformational, there's Soma. Soma is the one that I teach. And, um, when we were out in California, we tried them all. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they, I, I don't know. I feel like California is kind of a, a little ahead of at least, you know, Texas where I, where our home is. And so 
we had the opportunity to try all these forms of breath work. And I was blown away by what you can do with your breath. I was like, why did I not know about this? And this is something that I have access to all the time. Um, but learning just different ways to breathe, to activate different um, situations and scenarios in your body. And so, um, so we tried all these forms of breath work, had incredible experiences from major trauma release to just wow. um, insights, downloads, igniting creativity, elevating just your state of, you know, bliss and energy and, um, and possibility, just so many great things. And um, Soma is the one that I really landed on. It just, it, it really resonated with me. I felt amazing after the session and I was like, I want to do more of this. And so and I, I would love, yeah, I, I so want to get into it, but what was the difference between some of the other ones? Because I've heard of mm -hmm. holotropic breathing and, mm -hmm. and, and some of the, what's the difference between one from one to the next? Yeah. So they all have their benefits, but you're right. They are all different. And so, um, holotropic breath work, and there's a couple of others like transformational breath work. They tend to be more fast paced kind of hyperventilation types of breathing in and out through the mouth at more of a faster, faster pace. And what you're doing with that is you're really uh, stimulating the sympathetic nervous system um, to activate, you know, a state of, you know, being able to release suppressed emotions and any type of trauma that might be present. So it's a pretty intense form of breath work. It's not one that you really want to practice every day, um, but it can be incredibly healing. Um, that type of breath work, I do think it's good to like have a guide with you, um, to do it because stuff can come up and sometimes it can cause a lot of anxiety and you don't really know what to do with it. And you just kind of have to sit with it and let it, let it come and, and let it pass. Mm. Um, with, with Soma breath, it also allows for that, but I find it to offer a lot of other benefits as well. So Soma breath incorporates rhythmic breathing, but most of it is done at a slower pace. And we're breathing in through the nose and out through the mouth instead of full on mouth breathing. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot of benefit to that. Breathing in through the nose helps filter the air. It stimulates the production of uh, nitric oxide. And so there's a lot of benefit to breathing in the nose and then breathing out through the mouth. And we'll breathe in different rhythms. So we might breathe in for four and out for four or in for two and out for two. Um, but what that deep rhythmic breathing is doing is really bringing coherence to the body. Um, it's, it's really creating a state of harmony, um, homeostasis. It's calming the nervous system and helping to realign all the rhythms in your body. Right. And, and so it's really, really beautiful in, in that respect. And the fact that it is so calming and it helps, helps you get into more of a, a parasympathetic state of your nervous system, which is your rest, your relaxation, your digestion. And that's where many of us need to be, you know, mm -hmm. because we're oftentimes we're in that fight or flight survival mode. So we need to like really activate that parasympathetic piece of our nervous system. And, and it allows you to go into more of a meditative state as well. So I know for me and a lot of other people um, find meditation sometimes to be difficult because we have this racing mind and we have all these thoughts and mm -hmm. um, it's difficult to kind of 
get into the present moment and, and just be. And with Soma Breathwork, it's so much easier to get to that space, which is really, really powerful. And so um, this rhythmic breathing really allows you to kind of activate that inner pharmacy that we all have within us, calm the nervous system, get into a meditative state, um, and really start to cultivate um, whatever our, our intention is for the breath work. Um, and then at the end, we do several rounds of rhythmic breathing. And at the end of each round of the rhythmic breathing, we do breath retention. And, um, and, and you know, one, another form of breath work is Wim Hof that I mentioned, and he does a lot of the breath retention or intermittent hypoxia. And there is a lot of benefit with this as well. So, um, intermittent hypoxia has been shown to treat a range of disorders like high blood pressure, diabetes, Parkinson's, emotional disorders, and more. And what we're doing is we're starting to lower the oxygen levels in the body. We are putting a positive stress response on the body, allowing your body to become more efficient in producing energy, and allowing you to become more resilient to stressful situations. And what I love about this piece is that this is a time to really access your subconscious mind and fall into a deep meditative state and begin reprogramming any imprints that are holding you back from, from being your best self. So whether they're early childhood traumas that have been stored in the subconscious mind that um, might be holding you back, or it could be more, even more recent traumatic situations or suppressed emotions, this is when you can really begin to start to release those and create new beliefs and new empowering states of being. And so that would be the other phase of the breath work is the breath holding. Wow. Now, is there anyone this would be not recommended for? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. So the, the intermittent hypoxia is not recommended for um, people with cancer, um, really high unmanaged blood pressure, okay. um, COPD, things like that. So okay. we do want to be careful in certain situations. And it, it often is a case-by-case -case scenario. Also, certain heart conditions, we want to be careful with that. So sometimes a doctor might recommend something like this because of all the healing benefits, but at the same time, um, certain types of cancer, certain stages of cancer, and um, any sort of respiratory conditions and things like that, we want to be a little more careful. So that would be not necessarily with the soma breath work, but just with the, the intermittent hypoxia. In, in, yeah, the intermittent oh. hypoxia. Yeah. Okay, okay, great. And how do you know, like how does somebody know that it's working? Do they just, do they feel differently? You feel it. Oh yeah. You feel it. That's what I love about breath work is that you feel it in just one session. I mean, it is, it's one of those things you come out of and, and you're like, what just happened? Like, I feel lighter. I feel free. I feel amazing. Sometimes every session is different. Sometimes emotions will come up and um, and you may be like, I, I haven't thought about that in years. Like, why is that coming up? Um, you know, I had, I had a client this morning actually. Um, and you know, one of our past sessions, she had a memory from when she was four years old come up and, yeah. um, 
And she was like, I had not thought of that in so long. I thought I was over it, but I'm clearly not. Um, and so she's been able to kind of work through that. And then in our session today, she, you know, she had been dealing with some chronic pain and she was like, this is the first time, like, I didn't feel the chronic pain. Like it wow. was away during the breath work. And, um, and so that is just so, so powerful. And so, yeah, things come up, it allows you to kind of let them go. Um, sometimes you need to, you need more integration with it, with it. Um, but everything from a physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual level, I mean, you just, you feel it in just one session. I had another client yesterday who, um, who did just 20 minutes of breath work. Um, she, she was telling me about this experience. She's in my um, online community where I have breath work recordings. And she was like, she was saying the other day, you know, she was, she was working and being productive that morning. And then she um, had lunch and then just felt completely fatigued and unmotivated afterwards and was going to take a nap. And instead she decided to do a breath work session. And, um, and she was like, it was so easy. I literally just lay, lay down on the floor, turned on my computer, turned on the session and did it. And, um, and she said afterwards, she was like, something just clicked in her where she just got this amazing creative inspiration, all this motivation and knocked out a huge project that had been on her to-do list that she was kind of just not doing or putting off and she, and she did it. Um, and so there's so many things like whether it's creative insight, motivation, inspiration, productivity, or actual like physical healing, emotional healing, um, just so, so many benefits. And you really do feel it in, in a session. And do you, do you know, is it the kind of thing where you set an intention like, oh, I really need to be creative today. So let me do this breath work. Or is it just, I'm just going into this and I have no idea, but I'll just come out feeling better. Like what, what, what yeah. is it? Yeah. How does and that I, work? I, Yes and yes. So <laughs> I think if I think having an intention is great, but like the second example you said was still an intention. I'm going to go into it and have no expectation. Mm -hmm. I think that's great. Like going in and saying I surrender to this experience, and I I am open and I allow for what happens to happen. That is wow. a beautiful intention. Okay. Um, oh, good. I hope everybody wrote that down because that's yeah. the one I'm going to use. Yeah. Is it is it a 20 minute? Is that typically what it is? It's a 20. So that minute? would be a shorter session. When I work with private clients, um, we do a full hour, and so we'll usually, you know, um, talk a little bit in the beginning. I start I start every session with a meditation, ranging from five to ten minutes, and then we go into the breath work. So we'll breathe for you know, 35 to 45 minutes usually. And mm -hmm. that would be like a, a longer, deeper session. And then as a daily practice, you know, 15 to 20 minutes is a great daily practice. So it doesn't take a lot of time. Um, it's so easy. You can do it anywhere. Don't do it while you're driving, but you can do it anywhere, <laughs> anywhere mm -hmm. else. Um, and, and it is, it's incredible. Now, is it the kind of thing that you do the session and then the 20, the, the 20 minutes, let's say you're doing on your own, kind of solidifies what you did or strengthens what you did, or it's just each session stands on its own and does different things? You know, each session really stands on its own. You know, uh, it's one of those things you can't really control what comes up in the breath work. Um, like a lot of things, I don't, you know, I, I also do a lot of uh, tapping, emotional freedom technique, mm -hmm. and, you know, 
I, I can't go into a, a session saying this is what's going to happen mm. because I never know what's going to happen. Um, mm. Breath work is kind of the same thing. Um, like, like you said, having an intention is great. Um, you know, if you're doing it midday and you're, you're doing it to have more energy to kind of reboot, that's great, you know. Um, but every session is different. But they can feed off of each other too. Like if you're, if you're dealing with some, you know, emotional stuff, that, and you're using breath work as more of an integration technique, then each session can kind of help you progress along that path of healing. Mm. So great to know. I, I think it's so interesting. And I'm telling you, I, I'm telling everybody, I'm going to give this a try because I think it's just so cool. And it's something I haven't done. So what do you want to make sure everyone knows as we wrap up? Yeah, well, I would love everyone to try breath work because I was questioning it. I was a little skeptical in the beginning myself. I was like, I, you know, we breathe every day. What is going to be different about this? But it's so different. Um, it teaches you how to breathe properly as well. Most of us are not breathing properly. So we're, we're perpetuating that survival mode. So it teaches you how to slow down your breath and, and breathe in a healthy way. But it also allows you to tap into the things you want to work on, whether it's healing, whether it's um, connecting on a spiritual level, whether it is sparking creativity and inspiration and motivation and productivity in your career, whatever it may be, this can really help you out. And so um, if you're wanting to try it out, I do have a free breathwork meditation that, um, that you can grab. It's my website, jimbarrells.com forward slash breathwork. And that is a 20-minute meditation, so, um, so that will give you a taste. And, um, and then if you want to go deeper, then I'd love to help you. Oh, that's so great. Jen, you really, you opened my eyes certainly to something I've heard about it. And, and just like you, I was like, well, it's just, isn't it just breathing? And you, you really, thank you for shedding light on this. And I mean, any, any different tool, strategy, modality, anything that can help someone get out of, get out of pain, have greater insights, feel better in any way is, is always something I want to talk about. So thank you so much for your wisdom and for sharing your time. I know you helped so many people today. Well, thank you, Debbie. I appreciate it. Well, I definitely learned a lot. I hope you did too. Jen found that changing her nutrition, adding meditation, journaling, prayer, essential oils, tapping, and breath work was a winning combination. Find what works best for you. But if you haven't tried it, take advantage of Jen's kind offer by trying breathwork by going to jenbroils.com. Here's my biggest takeaway. Breathwork isn't just breathing. It's a powerful way to create harmony, calm the nervous system, get yourself into a parasympathetic state, the rest and digest state, versus the fight or flight state. It can create physical healing, emotional healing, increased creativity, insights, a deeper spiritual connection, and more. I'd say those are some pretty amazing outcomes through this practice. Of course, take the post-betrayal syndrome quiz to see what may be lingering for you so you know what needs your attention. And you can find that at thepbtinstitute.com forward slash quiz. And have you checked out the PBT Institute membership community? Imagine everything you'd ever need to become your physical, mental, and emotional best. Community, support, certified coaches and practitioners that you could schedule time with daily classes on all kinds of interesting topics, curated experts, teaching advanced strategies in the areas of health, mindset, spirituality, personal development. Imagine the most friendly, welcoming, and supportive place to become your best, all online. 
Nothing like this exists, and I'm so excited to welcome you. Go to thepbtinstitute.com forward slash join to learn more. Thanks for listening. Can't wait to be with you next time, and here's to your breakthrough.